Welcome to another epic episode of Based News Network. I am Punk Revolution Now, a.k.a. Kayo, here with Sophie, a.k.a. Jonah Varka. Say hi, Sophie. Hi. How's everyone doing? Today we have a particularly epic episode because, let's just say, two very different icons of two <laughs> very different spaces have both fallen from grace deeply Mm. one is obviously donald trump who's indicted for the third time for crazy crud and the second person is obviously lizzo so lizzo and donald trump are polar opposites or so we thought yeah exactly maybe Maybe they're not so different after all maybe this is the horseshoe theory that everyone (laughs) so lizzo so lizzo i guess you can't trust famous people but i think we should start with the lizzo tea yeah, there's a lot of Lizzo tea. A lot of it I haven't even like seen anyone talk about. Mm. So it should be interesting. And we, we got the whole thingy up on the computer. Sophie's been doing research, a.k.a. A.k.a. watching a YouTube video streamed by a lawyer. Thank you to this lawyer, by the way. Um, if you're the lawyer, <laughs> you know who you are. Yes. Well, I, I'm glad Sophie did, though, because as Sophie said, like this is information that you know, there's a, it's crazy. There's like a lot of buzz about this story. Yeah. But not very much like facts, at least uh, according to like, you know, f- from my perspective, like I'm seeing lots of people fighting on Twitter about yeah. it. Yeah. But Sophie did some deep diving and found some I, juicy I, tea. I, I, I made an attempt. I made an attempt. And it's interesting because at first I think everyone was like shocked, but kind of un- on board with the anti-Lizzo sentiment. They're like oh wow this is horrible like we stand with the dancers like all of that you know and then it sort of shifted because some of the dancers did like I think two of the three did an interview with TMZ alongside their lawyer and in the clip that's kind of getting passed around on Twitter they were basically saying like yeah like if you didn't like go out on these extra things or participate and hang um you were seen as like less of a team player and etc and people really took that and ran with it and when i saw it too i'm like yeah i get this but it's also kind of like a part of having any job you know what i mean yeah yeah like so the allegations here were from employees just to be clear that lizzo was creating a hostile work environment right and then like and then there was this like tmz interview like you said and then these and like like you're saying these employees just did not make a very compelling case on the TMZ the interview. The TMZ interview is not great, but when I actually read this like document, it seems like they're really downplaying it or like not focusing on the more interesting, more like um, actionable stuff involved. And according to this lawyer, uh, maybe we'll put it in the description. She was like basically saying yeah there is like definitely a lot of stuff like especially the hostile work environment she thinks will 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 they think that the the jury will rule in in the dancer's favor Mm -hmm. and they also think like the sexual stuff might also go through too very well could so yeah so let's talk about what the sexual stuff is for people who don't know oh my god yeah so this is really interesting because this this lawsuit is like targeting both Lizzo and the head dancer, like the team dancer leader person. Um, Her name is Ms. Quigley. Ms. Quigley is an interesting woman. Um, She would, according to this document would like preach at everyone about her like beliefs about like Christianity. And she found out one of the dancers was a virgin and would like talk about it all the time and would make comments about people who engaged in premarital sex. Um, but then again, at the same time, she was like super hypersexual at the same time. This mm. head dancer that they're like suing. Um, this document says Miss Quigley also had a party trick in which she would simulate oral sex on a banana. More bananas involved. This is not even at the party, by the way. The mm. bananas. This is a separate banana incident. There's another banana incident coming for those who simulate are not simulate oral sex on a banana in front of the rest of the dance cast. These instances were always impromptu and made the plaintiffs uncomfortable. Wait, but it gets better. 
Miss Quigley's sexually inappropriate behavior did not stop at faux fellatio. <laughs> that's so. That's such a good like. What did it say? Faux fellatio. It didn't faux stop fellatio. at faux fellatio. Despite her staunch beliefs in the opposition to premarital sex, she had no problem sharing her masturbatory habits with the dance cast, often stating things to effect, "Masturbating is against my religion, but I today ha- but today I had an oopsie." Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, is that is that not hilarious? It is. It is I very had an funny. Oopsie. It's not funny. It's not funny to the, maybe the people involved, but well, I mean, I know she literally I said I had an oopsie. Okay, so like this is really cringe and obviously like inappropriate work behavior, but you know, like so far, you know that to me, like, but like just my perspective, seeing the TMZ interview with the dancers who who like were basically saying. You know, oh, it's not. It wasn't a fun work environment because Lizzo favored people who went went out and hung out with her. Like that's not a big deal. And then like this one like dance teacher being like a hypocritical religious cringe person. Obviously, this is like inappropriate. I just I'm like it's hard for me to see at least from like these kind of details so far that like this necessarily, you know, is yeah. like. Uh, a cold hard case against Lizzo as a person at least well, you know well we'll get to more details that changed my m- or made me think more otherwise yeah um but the thing is like yes um that's the police coming, coming after Lizzo, Lizzo. Right now. oh my god i was going to say yeah. that too um so basically this Miss Quigley woman she's like she's the dance like leader of the team so she's also a dancer she's a head dancer she also is like in a position of power and the document lacks a lot of context, but she may or may not have had a role in deciding like certain things about like their employment. And like, mm. like it depends like, cause if she did have that authority and she was like, you know, judging people for their sex, sex habits and like preaching religion. And if like, there was also a thing where she would like have, them take turns leading a prayer before uh, a performance and that made people uncomfortable. So depending on her like level of authority, there might be a case, but I don't think that's like, I honestly think the stuff with like Ms. Quickly is just like, it's just a funny, little it's more funny. It, it adds to like the case. Like it's, it's like a, yeah. it paints the back of the picture, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it gets interesting and that's not the only sexual stuff going on because like sometimes there were like, it's such a comp we could talk about this entire episode there's so much stuff but um let's talk about the the amsterdam yeah yeah banana strip club so because that was making a lot of headlines you know when you go to work and like you're supposed you're like oh let's get drinks after work and like the boss is there maybe or someone like your senior is there yeah yes and it's like Oh, it's, 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 you don't have to go, but you have to go kind of thing. Like, yes, that like happens to like a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, this is, I think one of those situations. However, Lizzo didn't tell them or like make it clear before they agreed to go out to this thing, which they're kind of like having to do as in like to keep their job and to stay in their in good graces Mm -hmm. um she didn't tell them like where they were going until like it was too late basically and at this club okay so at this club it's a banana themed strip club yeah it's a banana themed club uh so basically like some of the dancers or like not the dancers but the nude women in the club had uh, bananas, bananas, and there's virgin- bananas in their orifices, in their orifices, eating bananas from such things, launching them out of, catching bleep launched from performers' vaginas. Mm. Um, uh, Lizzo pressured one of the plaintiffs to touch the breasts of one of the nude women. Mm-hmm. Lizzo began a leading a chant goading miss davis this is a dancer miss davis said three times loud enough for all to hear i'm good expressing her desire not to Mm -hmm. but the chant continued and she said i'd rather not and then she finally did it to make them stop Mm. and then another dancer had his like pants pulled like pulled down i don't know it was crazy Mm -hmm. but someone involved security team 
hmm. someone on the security team. He's not involved in the lawsuit, but it's just sort of painting a picture that the, the environment in general was a little bit like hostile or inappropriate. Hmm. But the really like really bad stuff is much later into this document. And I didn't really see a lot of this stuff on the uh, like Twitter on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. On social media. I want to get into this, but I don't know where it is. Yeah. Can can you, can you search uh, cell phone or, or phone, phone maybe? Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, we got a huge, like 50 page document up for all of you. We're doing the deep dive right here. Yeah. So here, so like this is recent in April, 2023. All the dancers were, ca- were called into a meeting with Lizzo to discuss notes on how they had been dancing. Uh, one of the dancers had been fired in public in a hotel room. Um, and this is presumed because of her weight gain. That stuff isn't very clear, but it's, po- it's very possible. Um, during the meeting, Lizzo stated uh, that she heard that one of the dancers questioned why Lizzo hadn't fired Ms. Williams directly. Um... She reminded the cast she had eyes and ears everywhere. That's not as important. But uh, one of the dancers, Ms. Davis, recorded a meeting where she would receive notes. And I think the discussion of, like, this fired dancer was also taking place. She recorded it so that she could review it later. But then they were all, like, called into an emergency wardrobe fitting. And Lizzo, like, confronted them. It's like, who, like, who recorded this? I need to know now. All their phones were collected. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Just Sorry, this is not very clear. No, no, no. It's all good. Because I just want to... So someone was taking notes and then they got in trouble for taking notes? Or they, they recorded it on their phone. They recorded like the dance routine on their phone? They recorded the notes they were receiving. You know, like when Oh, you, I see. Notes as in yeah. like Lizzo was feedback. giving feedback. Okay. Yeah. So not notes as in written down on no, the no, phone No, no, no. She, she, she recorded the meeting. Mm-hmm. Which is good, reference. which just makes sense. That makes that's like what a good employee does is you record the notes so you can. Well, yeah, you would think, but yes. I think in this case she didn't have permission, mm. and this is like sensitive information. Like, oh, true. They yeah. would have record like she could have leaked a, like a recording. I w- it's I don't know if it's clear of a video. Yeah, yeah, that makes because sense. like Lizzo was presumably like acting kind of not like herself. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's like being that. a boss. Yeah, it's like sensitive information, so. But I think it is an accommodation that, like, people can get. But I don't think she explicitly had this accommodation. Okay. But anyway, um, all their phones were collected. Lizzo entered. She said she knew that one of the dancers recorded their meeting. She became furious, hurling expletives at the group, and stated that she was going to go around the room person by person until someone told Lizzo who made the recording. Ms. Davis admitted she had recorded the meeting and explained it was because she wanted to have a copy of the notes. Lizzo had given them blah blah blah. She never intended to harm Lizzo with the recording and even deleted it in the day after recording. Lizzo responded with, "There is nothing you can do to to, to say to make me believe you." Ms. Quig- Quigley, the religious one, and Lizzo then took turns berating Ms. Davis, and then Lizzo fired her on the spot. Um, mm. Then Ms. Ro- Rodriguez, I don't know who this is. Um, Oh, it's, it was the other dancer, I think, who's involved in the lawsuit. She also felt disrespected and would resign. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And then, oh, then they missed. Oh, my God. This is so confusing. Sorry. So Lizzo found out that one of the, the dancers was going to resign. She approached her, cracking her knuckles, bottling her fist and exclaiming, you're lucky. You're so fucking lucky. Ms. Rodriguez feared that Lizzo intended to hit her and would have done so if one of the dancers had not intervened. Damn. Neither security nor management did anything to de-escalate the situation. As Lizzo left the room, she raised both her middle fingers and yelled, bye, bitch. Mm. Ms. Rodriguez returned to her hotel room, fearing that Lizzo might return to hurt her. Mm. And then she was... Then Ms. Davis was forced to stay behind, detained in a room. This is the false imprisonment allegation. She was detained in a room um, with a security detail. She had her phone and, like, the co-manager, like, demanded to, like, look through her phone, which is, like, not allowed. Hmm. 
um okay. so it's yeah so like just there's so much more to this i definitely like recommend taking a l- good look at it it's like i think it's an easy read it's like double spaced i just don't think i can possibly get into all of it because it's super complicated yeah but if this is true and some of this stuff has been corroborated or like like as to like lizzo's character i've seen stuff on both sides but the stuff like in favor of lizzo is like coming from like grimes and like other celebrities i don't know mm-hmm. and then like the people saying like oh yeah like this was my experience too were like like someone who used to work with lizzo or like manage her or someone like that i can't remember who so if this information is correct it doesn't look good for like regardless on of how the lawsuit goes like lizzo mm. does not look good <laughs> at all yeah no i agree like like i was saying before you know just seeing kind of the initial headlines about the banana stuff and seeing that one tmz interview i was like i don't really know this seems like a little bit you know yeah i guess it's not good but but when you put it in the context of like you know someone being fired on the spot after taking you know recording some notes even though they apologized and deleted the notes and like lizzo like you know cursing people out and making a fist and like you know, it, it does create a picture of like, oh my God, this seems miserable. And, yeah. and like, definitely I could see a lawyer, you know, being able to make a case here. And it is definitely interesting that I think the, the stuff that Sophie just talked through that I think makes a stronger case are the things that are hidden deeper in the document and are not yeah. the things that are going viral. They're like near the end of the document. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, all these, these you know, websites that like the, the drama are going to put the baj- the banana vagina stuff at right. the, the that's that's the clickbait stuff yeah it's like salacious mm-hmm. stuff yeah i mean i guess i'm i'm still pretty torn about it though because mm-hmm. yes this is clearly like a bad work environment but and i'm not trying to excuse lizzo's behavior it's just you know i think this is kind of also the nature of the music industry you know yeah is that it's going to be like you're in the military. You got to really follow the rules intensely, you know, because there is a lot on the line. Like, okay, think about like the show Dance Moms. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I agree. I agree. But I, I don't know. I, it's still. And you didn't say I see what you're saying It is it is widespread, but it's clear that stuff needs to change because that's like just totally inappropriate. But it's it, but I agree, though, Kyle, like it. This shit probably happens a lot. Mm no yeah it does it does exactly and like i i I'm, i guess i i guess that's right like just because it's widespread doesn't make it okay no but i i understand what you're saying like i mean there is obviously the additional element that makes this like very like satisfying given that li- like lizzo's entire image is one of yeah, like wholesomeness exactly. and empowerment exactly so you know i i think it is like a, a little bit of a a nuanced case here. You know, it definitely I, is. I see people who are saying on Twitter that she's totally innocent and this is all for money. Probably not true. No. I'm also seeing people who are acting as if Lizzo is like literally, you know, like R. Kelly, you know, which is God, obviously no. not true. No, no, definitely not. So. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, people are definitely like focusing on the fat shaming thing. Mm. That, we didn't really get into that and that did happen, but I'm pretty sure it was with just one Mm-hmm. of the people involved and um it was like it was at hinted at it was like like i think lizzo said like i'm not sure about your commitment Be- and like but it was kind of like maybe about her weight mm. i don't know it's not as clear as like the cl- the most like clear stuff in here i would say is like the like hostile environment of like yelling threatening and like assault Mm -hmm, i would mm -hmm. say and assault by the way as i learned from this video is not actually like doesn't have to mean touching it it could be the threat of it and like the like feeling like it's going to happen to you which Mm. is what explained in this document um battery is the actual like touching i guess so that's what i mean by assault so I think that's very clear. I also think the sexual stuff, there's more stuff like with the bus driver, like making sexual comments and playing really sexual music on the bus. And like, they also had to like, they also were kind of required to go to this like, like nude club, a different club where dancers were nude to study their movements and stuff like that. Hmm. And they weren't comfortable. I don't know. It's, there's like a lot more stuff. Like one of them was forced to wear like 
a see-through bodysuit during like this like they had to all re-audition because Lizzo got knows mad. Sophie knows it all. Wow. It was a long video. Lizzo oh got goodness. mad at them for not dancing well and like made them all re-audition after eight hours of work. Hmm. And they stayed for extra hours. One of them f- was afraid they couldn't go to the bathroom. She had to change into the, the see-through bodysuit for some reason that like I think something happened to her clothes. I can't remember. Sorry. Hmm. And like there were male people in the room and they were like, apparently like they would make sexual comments before. So she was uncomfortable Mm. and it was like see through. So like they could maybe see her nether region and stuff like that. And she felt really weird. So there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff. I can't possibly get into all of it. And like my brain can't remember all of it. And I could be like sort of not reporting it as well. Like as I'm recording this, I'm like, recovering from covid so it's like i feel my lungs running out of air just explaining this stuff but um i would definitely recommend just like look up the pdf it's like it's 44 pages but it's like double spaced and it's like it's some good tea you know it's Mm. like so it's i definitely recommend reading it and getting the information directly at first directly from this document Mm. of course like we don't know all the details yet and the document is flawed like there's not like all the details we need but it's it's an interesting read that I would like definitely look at before you go on Twitter and like just start blindly agreeing with people's tweets. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's I guess I'm still a little bit like in the middle in terms of um, like I think Lizzo's acting wrong here. But is it enough to ne- to be illegal? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I can't say. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the lawyer said like they think that she thinks they have a case for to- a bad work environment, like a mm. hostile work environment, and maybe yeah. the sexual stuff. Hmm. Well, I guess um maybe it's just that like toxic work environments are so normalized in the United States that true. when you see a lawsuit come through, it's just like oh, this just sounds like any other job where you have yeah, a boss true. that manipulates you and threatens you subtly and everything. Yeah, it's literally you just know? normalized. So we're like, oh, this is like like that was my first reaction. It's like this is literally every job is like this. Yeah, but. Yeah. I mean, upon further inspection, it is pretty like like remember like it it almost it bordered on the physical, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, which is really bad. Like if your boss like looks like she's about to like beat you up, that's mm. not good. You know, that's bad. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. That's bad, right? Like <laughs> it, no, it's if ba- your it's boss bad. came up to you with her fist and's like you're fucking like I'm, you know, like she looked like she's about to punch her in the face. Someone had to intervene to stop her. Oh no, it's it's definitely that's ba- like, it's definitely bad. That's definitely like not okay in a workplace. Well, I know. I guess I, I don't just, think it's that common either. It's it's. I would say it's physical fighting. I would say it's probably fairly common. A boss to employee? No. Well, no. I would say in in like the music industry, oh, okay. like bandmates, they get into fights. You know I what guess, I mean? I guess, but they're on the same lo- like level of authority right bandmates yeah that's true these are her dancers right i feel like there's a difference here like she's in charge of them and can fire them at any time mm. yeah no that's that's a fair assessment yeah okay so i'm not i'm not gonna try to i'm not trying no, no, to no 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 don't i'm just saying don't like, be sorry I'm, I'm saying like it's interesting in, in, in terms you are of musician like too. well I, yeah so um i mean this is it, it's it, it's 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 um it's extremely like, I'll put it this way. It's a lot of people's dream come true to be a dancer for Lizzo. Right. And they would be happy to work a 12-hour shift even though they were, like, exhausted and they, like, worked really hard. True. And they had to, like, redo it because it wasn't right. You know what I mean? Like, some like some of the stuff in here does feel like a little bit like grasping for straws to try to build a whole case. But some of it definitely feels like, okay, this yeah. is, like, you know, bad. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know? I think some of it is to, like, paint the picture and, like, provide some context. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. some of it, I agree. It's like, oh, I'm not so sure. Like, the fat shaming thing, I'm not so sure yet. Yeah. But, yeah. um... And like the music, yeah. the music industry is full of like parties that are yeah, outrageous true. and stuff like that. The, to- the context matters. Like, yeah. it's not like we're talking about like an accounting office or something. Like, yeah. like if like for or if like you're like at a regular office job and your like boss takes you like kind of pressures you to go to like to some insane sex club. Yeah, that's that's definitely bad. You know, like that's a, mm-hmm. there's a difference here and like. Lizzo's dancers for sure like Lizzo's thing is like sex positivity so like the dancers and like her Mm -hmm. like singing about sexual stuff they're dancing in a sexual way Mm -hmm. so like the context does matter but I don't know for me it seems if this is true it seems very clear this is like a hostile work environment 
Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like, no, I, I don't agree. know. Like, like no, 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 she guess. literally is like a looked like she's about to punch her and was like screaming at her and calling her like bitch mm. and like, you know, like I don't know. Mm. I just don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that should be illegal. Like, that should be illegal. I don't want. Or uh, even regardless of the legal stuff, I don't know. For me, like it, it doesn't look good for Lizzo as far as like her character. It's it's a it's a morally gray character. I okay, but like okay, just like another thing though. Like okay, so there's like a lot of like for example like cooking shows where like they work for like a like what's that what's that guy hell's kitchen what's oh um gordon ramsay yeah gordon ramsay or like even like american idol or whatever where like simon cowell's like says something really mean yeah like a lot of this is literally like in the entertainment industry like you when you're working for an artist and the artist like cares a lot about their art and you're not doing something right yeah. they might fire you on the spot and like it's it's you know or they might get really mad at you you know and yeah. I, again i'm not trying to make excuses i'm just trying to paint a bigger picture no, no, that it's, like it's interesting. it is it is like you know it is and honestly you know i i would i wouldn't be surprised to even like at wall street and and in accounting and financial jobs not saying it's okay i'm sure every once in a while there are like screaming matches that get like almost physical. Yeah, definitely. You know. But also like I guess with your Gordon Ramsay example and like stuff like that, like those are reality shows, so I feel like it might not be No, yeah. Exactly no. the same. Although the reality show Lizzo had a reality show where she was casting the dancers. Mm. So some of this takes place on the reality show. I didn't talk about that part. Mm. Um but that stuff with like the reality show, I don't really take too seriously because it's a reality show. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But I agree, Kyle. Like, there's definitely like the music industry is not the same, and like it's a different, it's a totally different context. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Like, put it this way: regardless of the legal stuff, I think that Lizzo seems like very hypocritical. That I can absolutely agree with. There's a huge, and it, there's a huge discrepancy between. What she puts herself out as, you know, on on the internet as her personality and who she really is, you know. Yeah. And that that is upsetting, I guess. And I don't, I don't want to. This is gonna make me sound like an arrogant, pretentious no, don't, don't asshole. Worry about it. But I think it's always been clear from day one that her entire wholesome and you know empowering personality is absolutely extremely. Yeah. thin and like maybe thin's not the right word is extremely, <laughs> is extremely you know it's just very you know vapid well yeah well any you have to be skeptical especially when it's like a celebrity and also a celebrity who's like super corporate like mm-hmm. amazon uh music ass like person like no offense like you have to be skeptical and i was we were gonna say this too is like probably a lot of you know singers are like like pop people are like this you know mm. Maybe we can turn the page yeah. to um, Ariana Grande. Speaking of which, yeah, sorry. Oh my God, this went so long. Well, it's a it's a juicy topic, and you d- you sorry got a lot of that. good. No, 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 no. don't apologize. Okay, so uh, the people want to know what's the truth. Yeah, and I feel like you can you should do your own research because I only scratched the surface. Yeah. And anyway, Ariana Grande, Ariani, as uh, uh, Zilly Banks would say, is it giving Ariani? Okay, so the tea with Ariana. So she is dating Ethan Slater, her co-star who plays who's playing Bach in uh, uh Wicked? Wicked. She's playing Glinda. By the way, I am a huge Wicked fan. I know it's cringe, but I love Wicked. Anywho, um so this kind of makes the movie seem a little bit different now. Well, because the, well, Okay. Oh, sorry, you can go on in. No, no, no. I was just going to say like but the 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 headline here is that, it, well, Ariana Grande was engaged or no married for like what, like a year or two? Two years. Two years. Yeah, she was married. And then this guy was also married for longer than ten, that. Ten years. Ten years and had a baby yeah. on the way. I think no, I think the baby was born. Or the baby was born. Ariana yeah. held her the baby. Okay, yeah, they were baby was born. Yeah. So if you just look it at the, it's worse. Yeah. If you look at the timing, it looks like they cheated together. Probably. Definitely. Possibly. Definitely. Because they were in London together while they were filming Wicked. Yeah, and, like, apparently, at least the narrative is, like, like, a source allegedly says, like, the distance was hard for Ariana and her husband, Dalton Gomez. Um, So, like, that played into it, and they were, like, allegedly already separated, but I don't think so. I think that's not the truth. Um, According to the wife, like, they would go on double dates together, 
and like she held her baby while they were to while they like like she would spend she ariana would hang out with the couple mm. would hold their child and she hadn't she didn't know they were cheating on like cheating on her with ariana you know like she didn't mm. know about the affair i guess sorry i'm not articulate right now but she was completely blindsided by the whole thing yeah so it makes ariana look really bad because mm-hmm. you literally like and him bad too i don't want to i don't want to say like it's all on her mm-hmm. it makes both of them look bad but i think we're focusing on ariana more because she's so famous you know what i mean yeah, like she's yeah. and she's also like she's so loved you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah so it basically looks like ariana cheated with him she did it on her husband mm-hmm. with ethan slater and like totally like lied to the wife's face like held her baby mm-hmm. totally a really <laughs> shitty thing to do as a person like well, a, sh- it's a yeah. shitty really shitty really fucked up thing to do and, and i think it just really goes to the like it's like very on the contrary like it's very different than like the image i feel that ariana grande has been trying to develop yeah um, yeah, I, I feel like Ariana Grande has been and like you can correct me if I'm wrong and I'm not an Ariana Grande expert. We have let's just say we have a very close source. who we, is. We got some sources. I feel like <laughs> Ariana Grande has kind of over time kind of like weaved this sort of like somewhat of like a narrative about her life. Yeah. You know, about, you know, she's gone through a lot of tragedy. She really has, though. You know, like she genuinely has. No, she really has. And that's not a narrative. That's true. You know, with the the was a Manchester. Yeah, bombing, the Manchester bombing. Mac Miller passing yeah, away. Exactly. So she's gone through a lot of trauma. And I feel like in like some of her lyrics of her songs, once she kind of, you know, settled, I don't I guess you could say like settled down, found like st- like a source of like stability with her 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 husband you know yeah like that kind of felt like a like uh i don't know like it's like it, they gave the image of like a very stable loving couple that like ariana grande had like found as sort of like a mm-hmm. resolution to a very chaotic point of her life and then yeah, i like how you're painting that yeah and then and like i think her music also tries to sort of paint that picture too and then for her to literally you know every marriage is going to have challenges every marriage is going to have times where you're you're gonna maybe not be the happiest or whatever you might be you know but this is literally two years into this marriage yeah and like it's like you hardly even tried you know what i mean like (laughs) like you have a private jet if you miss your husband i mean you wanted to do wicked wicked was wicked was ariana grande's dream her entire life she finally got that opportunity and you know, it, it seems very almost like I don't want to uh, sound too critical here. It just seems like a very like selfish and childish thing to do that. OK, I've been away from my husband for so long and this guy's here and treating me nice. Well, a lot of the drama that has people scratching their heads. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. And I don't like doing this because I really don't like calling people ugly. <laughs> but, mm. Like yeah. the big thing is like Ethan Slater, he he, he's not uh, ugly. He just looks like a little bit quirky. If that makes he's sense. not like, he, the hottest sp- guy in the world. He play, he, He's just like who you would not expect Ariana to date. He plays SpongeBob. He played SpongeBob in the Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob the musical. Yeah. By the way, we, we're we probably going to review the Sesame Street musical we're oh, going yes. to soon. Yeah. So Sophie watch out for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> That's cool, but the SpongeBob one, mm. no, mm-hmm. just kidding. But he's he's a little bit like people are scratching their heads, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's a point of point of uh, interest as well. But since this is like sort of all this drama has come out, people have been like saying like, oh yeah, like there's been history of Ariana cheating for years, mm. like like or like Ariana cheated like with my boyfriend or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, a bunch of stuff is coming out about her from other people. I don't know. But I think it's very obvious that he cheated. I mean, she she and Ethan cheated, cheated on yeah. their each of their respective spouses. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I kind of wanted to call this segment, like, the pop girls are in trouble. Like, what's going on? Because, mm-hmm. like, all of, like, everyone's falling from grace. Ariana lizzo and now like doja cat so Mm -hmm. should we get into 
Joja Cat briefly. Well, I just wanted to say oh, one yeah, more go, thing go, about go Ariana Grande. And we don't have to go too deep in it because I really don't know too much about it. So we can maybe skip over it. Okay. But I feel like there's been some speculation on Twitter and maybe Reddit about Ariana Grande's like health like maybe like using drugs possibly or you know i I don't i think i've seen a lot of people like speculate about her having an eating disorder because she's Mm. super thin Mm. um and she actually like made a response to this like which is kind of rare for her because so many people were talking about it what she says is that she she went off her like antidepressants and that helped her lose weight like she stopped needing them Mm. And that's why she's more thin and feels healthier. Okay. I don't know. I mean, that could very well be just a lie, but I don't know. Like, I I guess it's not really our business, but. No, no. Yeah. I just, you know, even if, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't want to speculate, but it does seem like whether she's telling the truth or lying, antidepressants, no antidepressants. It's a, it seems to be some sort of correlation one way or the other. Yeah. Something's changing with her mental health. Um, I think so. So yeah. don't want to. Yeah, I agree. Don't need to speculate too much, but just want one other little kind of extra thing in the mix with that story. So yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Doja Cat. So just briefly with Doja Cat, something interesting. So basically, people were mad because Doja Cat is uh, allegedly dating the former Viner Jay Cyrus who is like maybe right wing kind of and also like he has like accusations of grooming and like one of them maybe even like 14 years old and stuff like that so like there's like grooming allegations against her boyfriend so like fans were calling her out the like people who were allegedly groomed were like dming doja so she start she blocked all the people who like she blocked all the victims Mm. or like people who made the allegations and then she um, made some, like, tweets basically saying, like, um, weird shit. But also, like, oh, yeah, the tweet she said, she the tweet she made, she said, if you call yourself a kitten, which is, like, her fan name, mm-hmm. like, uh, 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 apparently not but if you call yourself a kitten or fucking kittens that means you need to get off your phone and get a job and help your parents with the house mm. um and uh she said like i don't know like someone said i want you to say like i love you guys which is weird like parasocial weird but she's like i don't know though because i don't even know y'all mm. um she was like she was like, nobody forced you to be like my fan. IDK, when you're talking to me, like you're m- my mother, bitch. Mm. You sound like a crazy person. Like, yeah. Just, didn't she just, just being kind of mean on Twitter. Basically. And didn't, didn't she just release a song called like She Devil? I don't know. She, she released a new song called Paint the Town Red where she's dressed like a devil. Oh, that's what I was oh, thinking Oh, well, she's of. like, oh, yeah. She, she like sampled Walk On By, which yeah. is really funny, but it's like. She the devil, she a rebel. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay, so yeah, the reason I bring that up is just, it kind of feels a little corny to me that, like, she's acting really mean to her fans, and then she releases a song where she's the devil, you know? And look... Well, it kind of... Okay, yes, but also, like, she... People have been, like, saying she sold her soul, like, in the past six months because she shaved her head and started dressing, like, more alternative. Okay. So I think it was playing into that mostly because, like, people were literally saying, like, she sold her soul. Like, there's a bunch of conspiracy theorists, like, making up rumors like that. Like, it's, it's, like, Mm. a whole thing. Okay. But, but, but... Yeah. It is ironic and funny. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking about, you know, from the perspective of an artist, you know, when you're rolling out an an album or music with this specific kind of vibe and you really want to fully encompass it, you know, it might be subconsciously like fueling her like, oh, I'm in my devil era right now. So I'm going to be a little bit more nasty than usual. True. But I mean, yeah, it's definitely upsetting with this whole like alt-right boyfriend sort of situation or whatever the heck is going on. Yeah. I mean, like this is not doja's first time at the rodeo you know what i mean like yeah yeah that stuff so yeah was it what was that what was the initial thing where she was like she was like in these like right-wing chat rooms with like guys and like Mm. she would like i don't know she would like let them say racist stuff and like act sexy and for them like like Mm -hmm. do weird shit Mm -hmm. like like 
basically enabling them and sexualizing yeah. herself in like maybe a racist way. I don't know, something weird like well, that. Well, didn't Doja also recently say like, if you like my old stuff, you fell for the bad music? Yeah, exactly. And I know we talked about that. And she's yeah. like saying like, oh, my new music's going to be different. But her new song doesn't sound very different from what she usually comes out with. Mm-hmm. Although... I, I feel like the lyrics are a little more like personal than like her previous work. Mm-hmm. I actually, and this is embarrassing. I kind of like the new song a little bit mm-hmm. and it's like, it's not like the kind of, I think it's cause I actually like the song walk on by like as one of my favorite songs and she samples that. So maybe that's why. And I, I'm kind of embarrassed cause it's like, I don't know. It's not really my thing, but I, <laughs> well, so, um, yeah, definitely seems between, um, Lizzo, Ariana Grande, and Doja yeah, Cat. Yeah, something's a, in the water. Some some sort of punk revolution, it seems, is brewing. It's something, yeah, something, some sort something's of... going on with the pop girls, so the pop girls are not all right. Yeah. Sorry, this took a really long time. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all but good. there's so much more, so definitely, like, do your research if you yeah. like this sort of thing. So, I also, so, we're going to pivot now a little bit to... Something slightly, something slightly different, but also something very similar. Yes. Which is the the third indictment of Donald Trump, and so just a reminder. So so there's two indictments already out there. This is the third one. So the first one was about financial crimes in 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 New York City regarding like hush money payments to to Stormy Daniels that Donald Trump did, which was. You know, spicy, but maybe not the biggest, most mind blowing indictment in the world. The second one was, I think, like last month with the the um, class of like super top classified documents that Trump was refusing to give back to the government and intelligence agencies when they were at. So, you know, Donald Trump had like 30 highly classified documents about what would we do if we went to war with Iran, you know, different, you know. That was that's just like basically the the evidence in the second indictment is just so case closed. It's so obvious. There's so much photo evidence and like literal audio recordings of him basically admitting he did the crime. But the second indictment's a little. It's got that plot twist where that the judge overseeing that case is literally a Trump supporter, a Trump appointed judge. So the third one though, and this is the big one. I think this is the the one that like people who really despise Trump have been really waiting for. Because this third indictment is really in regards to his attempt to to steal the election. So there was a, a January 6th council, special council, that went into like a deep dive investigation regarding January 6th and the events surrounding it. And this indictment is not just about January 6th, okay? Because I think a lot of people, you know, yeah, Trump was fueling a lot of lies about the election being stolen, but can you really blame him for all his supporters raiding, raiding uh, the Capitol? That's actually not what this indictment's about. So this indictment is on four charges I have right here. So one of the charge is conspiracy to defraud the United States, two counts of obstruction of an official proceeding, and then uh, the fourth one is the... Uh, a charge of a conspiracy against rights. So this is not so much about the January, even though the, the investigation started with the January 6th stuff, the, the charges here are very specifically about Trump trying to steal the election by, and, and like breaking laws in order to do, and in order to attempt to do so. So, um, I recommend everyone read it. It's really interesting. I'm seeing a lot of conservatives say that, you know, Trump Trump has the First Amendment right to claim the election was stolen. And, you know, interestingly, if you read the indictment, like literally in the first paragraph, uh, the Department of Justice is like right out of the gate saying, yes, Donald Trump has the right to claim that the election was stolen. Like he's allowed to do that. But the, the charges here aren't about him claiming that the election was stolen. The charges here are about very specific actions that he was taking 
in order to overturn the election. I see. So I it's, see. A, it's a big difference. There's so a not big difference. what he was like, like actually saying, like it wasn't what he was saying. It was like what he was doing behind the scenes kind of. Yes, exactly. Okay. It's not what he's saying, even though what he's saying is atrocious. You know, you're allowed to say, I think the election was stolen. Like I'm allowed to say that Trump's allowed to say that. And even if the election was stolen or wasn't stolen, you know, the thing, the thing that was what, where the, the issue comes in is with, him trying to obstruct multiple different av- like avenues in order to prevent the election from being overturned and there's some really in- like really intense like quotes in this indictment and and witnesses including Mike Pence so okay spicy yeah some spicy stuff yeah here. so translation this is kind of like mm. I'm trying to think of a good example, like maybe like Fifth Harmony when like Camila Cabello left Fifth Harmony and then like some of the Fifth Harmony members were like saying, throwing shade at Camila. So this is the kind of kind of the vibe, right? I don't know. Because like because tr- they, they used to be running mates. Well, so they were running mates. So this is so this is what so what, what, what happened basically was um, like during January 6th. Mike Pence, Trump was pressuring Mike Pence yeah. to basically like use some like privileges he has, like to to to, to have the election this. have the election be determined by like by, by by making the electoral votes for Trump instead of for for Joe Biden, like some something that just doesn't really make sense. But basically, just hand the election over to Trump because I guess at one point. Mike Pence has to kind of like transfer the electoral votes to the winner or some, something like just some really weird thing like that. I, re- I think I remember this. Yeah, happening. exactly. Like I know that like Trump and Pence are now at odds. But yes. So so what's drama? So with the so girls. so what happened was Trump said, no, I'm not going to do that. And then according to Pence, Trump responded saying, you're too honest. Oh, so that is, you know, that is just, you know, a smoking gun, yeah. you know, proof here that Trump knew what he was doing was yeah. illegal. Because what a lot of Trump, you know, lawyers are Damn. trying to argue is that like Trump is, you know, Trump's lawyers are trying to argue that Trump legitimately believed that the that he won the presidency and he was trying to prevent the election from being stolen from him. Which even if that were true, by the way, that wouldn't be a sufficient defense. But regardless, like the fact that he responded to Pence saying you're too honest is just proof right there that Trump knew and, and you know, throughout this whole process, he knew he lost and he, he knew what he was doing was trying to steal the election. Yeah, that's like such an incriminating thing. Yeah, and there's there's like lot, and that's that's what a thing that's really interesting about this indictment is there's like lots and lots and lots of quotes from people who were close to Trump telling him you lost the election, people telling him what you're doing is wrong, and Trump continued to do it. So like, it's very very clear. It's like so obvious here. Trump, what like what Trump knew, he knew he lost. What Trump was doing, he was trying to find ways to illegally steal the election so you know if you read the indictment it's just it's it's just kind of like case closed here so the so the thing that's kind of exciting about this is this case is the 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 court that's overseeing it is in washington dc which is obviously you know the the judge is going to be much less conservatively biased than the the judge in florida who was appointed by trump and the the you know the the jury they're in a very blue district so you know things could it could very end up, you know, with a, a trial that ends up with him put in jail. Like, like this looks like a real possibility. I really this. just like struggle to believe it, not because there isn't like grounds or anything. Like, it's very clear that it could happen. It's just like it seems I, too good to be true. Exactly. Like, like I've just sort of like defaulted or submitted to like the idea that like Trump is like untouchable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like or like. Well, the point being, like, his, like, fans or, like, supporters are not, like, gonna give a fuck. Like, they mm-hmm. win the IDJF for every time. It's like, they literally don't care if Trump goes to jail. Or so, or rather, they'll, like, go crazy if he does. But, like, it's, yeah. the idea of, like, Trump actually getting, like, punished for anything is, like, hard to believe. But it seems like it's very possible. It's just, like, a rash. Like, my brain yeah, just no, can't, no. like, comprehend No, no, no. It. It's because we're, we're going to literally see a trial where Mike Pence is going to be called up as a witness. Like, we're going to see, like, a, it's going to be huge. Yo, and this is going to... it's going to go hard. So, but I do want to just give, you know, just a little bit of, I don't, you know, just to temper the optimism. 
if Trump wins the presidency, because this this case is being prosecuted by the Department of Justice and the and the president has control of the Department of Justice, if he wins the presidency, then it's just he can just completely just basically turn off the case. You know what I mean? So so if he wins the presidency, Ugh. he's it's it's you know he's he's making out completely free. That feels like a like a big like ethical issue. Though. Yeah, exactly. So what we're gonna see. Well, you know, ethics don't matter anymore. But what True. we're gonna see, what we're gonna see, is basically Trump and his legal t- team try their best to delay the trial and conviction as long as possible, with the hope that it's after the election, and with the hope that Trump wins the re-election. So, you know, we what wow. we're, we're, we're literally living in a timeline where we could either see Trump go to jail for trying to steal the election, or a very real possibility that we live in a timeline where Trump wins re-election and then like basically liberates himself from that possibility. So, and I do want to just say real quick, you know, the polls right now with Joe Biden versus Donald Trump are right down the middle. Um, Yay, again. <laughs> so it, it really is a coin flip right now between Trump and Joe Biden. So along with that, you know, that logically means it's also a coin flip between, um, you know, if Trump goes to jail or not. Um, best awesome. case scenario yeah best case scenario there's a there's a um you know conviction before the election but like they everybody needs to like move really fast to make that happen and i really don't know the ins and outs of like our our judicial system well enough to to say how likely that is zam well just classic american shit yeah yeah so thank you that was very enlightening yeah no i, I just you know like i said i just see so much stuff on twitter with conservative, you know, because I, th- I think a lot of people see, okay, it's January 6th. Okay, January 6th wasn't really Trump's fault. No, it's not about the, the Capitol riot. It's literally about him trying to steal the election, and there's a lot of evidence, you know, so. Oof. Yeah. Zam. All right. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of riots, do you want to get into the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or do you have more to say? No, I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. Let's, let's transition. I don't have much to say um, other than, you know, very similar to the, the document. That Sophie was looking at. There's a double-spaced indictment that's 40 yeah. pages, very easy to read. It's actually, yeah, like 40 pages is not that long. I was, you like, know. expecting these things to be, like, 300 pages, but yeah. they're very readable. And, I and like, it, like, if you like pop culture, if you like politics or both, like, it's, like, a fun read. So, mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. and you can, I, that's... Guys, always try to look at the primary source first as a history student. Yeah, no, this always is... Always look at the primary source. That is a very good key lesson from this from this and that, episode. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that a, the primary source is not going to be biased. Everything's biased, but, like, it's it's better to get the facts from there than, like, Twitter. Yeah, like, people, no, seriously. Like, tweeting, like, literally, like, fifth-hand information. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like read it then go look at twitter because it's fun because you can laugh at everyone being wrong or you can actually find the the real tea so mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. no absolutely yeah like the 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 and it's i mean it might be it might make you a little depressed and sad to see how true how aggressively people lie on twitter yeah but you'll be the one who really knows well you'll be the one in the know and you can you can live with that true all right so the so next one is uh, about this twitch star kai sanat i hope i'm pronouncing his name right so he's a, he's a Twitch Twitch streamer who's very very popular, twenty one years old, so young guy, um, and he 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 like a lot of obviously he's, he's playing video games on Twitch. A lot of his followers and fans are, are like all teenagers uh, who like who like that stuff. And he he organized like this big fun giveaway at Union Square Park. He was going to give away a PS5, give away other like merch and like video game gear and stuff like that. And he really hyped it up. Um, and basically, you know, what happened was there was, you got like thousands of people who came to Union Square for this because he's really, really, he's like one of the most popular Twitch streamers. And thousands of teenagers who, who are, you know, really into watching you know, these are teenage boys mostly come, come into come into Union Square, and it becomes basically a huge riot. I guess is the per- the right way to call it is a riot where people were all getting rowdy, throwing stuff around, jump, and it got really rowdy at some point where people were like jumping on cars and like busting yeah, car windows. That. that you know the police were overwhelmed. The police were trying to like stop the riots and everything, 
the police, according to the police, they were seeing like some teenagers there having like panic attacks and stuff. As you could, I would probably do that. That would probably be me. Yeah, I know? hate crowds and that to see like yeah a riot, which I I don't think I've ever experienced a riot in real yeah. life. Like that would be freaky. But yeah, also these are gamers, you know. So, yeah, gamers like, are crazy. Well, they're either crazy or like super anxious. You know. Yeah, what I mean? exactly. Or both. Yeah, exactly. So you're gonna have the anxiety it's not gamers a good combination the anxiety gamers who just wanted to possibly go home with a free ps5 yeah and true. then the the rowdy gamers who like twitch streamers who like curse and like punch their keyboards you know it's it's probably like a very diverse like group of people in terms of like you know like their vibe i actually don't know i actually don't have you heard of the streamer before before this happened i think i've seen like clips of him on twitter like he's i this is like as a woman like this yeah. is just at least for me like i know there are a lot of girls whatever who like other things but for me it's like such a blind spot like the twitch streaming stuff i, do, I barely like know any of them it's admittedly it's like huge things it's huge. it's gigantic and it's admittedly a blind spot for me mostly too uh i do have a little fomo because it is so gigantic same i've been like w like kind of talked about like we want to well we've done some twitch streams but like i'm not a gamer so it's like not really meant for me but it seems like it'd be fun but anyway, like, yeah, it's so, so huge. So this Kai Sanat guy, the streamer, apparently, you know, he's a funny, kind of outrageous streamer, whatever, like, a lot of the biggest, you know, Twitch streamers are. Um, but anyway, so I think what makes this story spicy, yes, there's a huge riot in Union Square that went crazy and, and got out of control. But from my perspective is, so Kai Sanat, he is, he's black and a large percentage percentage of his audience is also black so what happened obviously is you get like a lot of clips and videos especially amongst like the right-wing spheres of twitter which elon musk has really boosted since taking over twitter which is now x um so you're seeing like a lot of right-wing influencers tweeting pretty explicit dog whistles about crime in new york being out of control with these you know thugs etc we all know what words they like to use yeah exactly uh, and along with that you're gonna see some you know kind of like you know pretty pretty race you're gonna see people who are just explicitly racist in their replies people who are trying to sound more intellectual with their racism with like crime statistics or whatever and now i do i do just want to you know so there's a few things one obviously if you get a bunch of teenagers together and you know to basically throw a giant party at Union Square, and they're all excited and because their their favorite yeah. their favorite streamer is going to be there. Yeah. No matter what race they're going to be, they're they're going to go wild. And you we we all know that from like obviously sports games. I was just going to say like the sports riots happen all the time, and it's yeah. like white people, right? Yeah, usually, yeah, but, exactly. But it doesn't. They don't really make yeah. make that narrative. No, exactly. So so I, the, the race stuff has nothing to do with it. Um, it's just, you know, really, it's really sad and scary the, when we see the, the yeah, right wingers the do this. The culture war is continuing with yeah. the shit. And then one other thing I wanted to touch on, too, is there's this bigger narrative about New York City specifically. If you read, like, the Daily Mail and, like, whatever, you know, Fox News, whatever right wing outlets they, there are, they all love to zoom in on New York City specifically. So this is, like, their fate. This is the best article for them ever. It's about black people and New York City. They get to really, you know, amp up their, you know, hate hatred of, like, liberals and, and like, minorities. So, anyways, so I want to talk about New York City specifically because you're going to see a lot of it. In the replies from right-wingers about New York City being, like, a city that's so overwhelmed with crime that you can't even go there. So, first off, on the list of cities with, like, the most crime, um, you, you can actually just find this um, on Wikipedia. Let me find it here, because there's a list here. So, New York City is out of all cities, even though it's a huge city, in terms of per, per capita um, crime, it's like it's like literally like 59 or something like that. So it's pretty, it's pretty high up. Like there's 59 other states that have more crime per capita than New York City, including a lot of like... That is crazy. Yeah, including a lot of like right-wing, you know, or not maybe not right-wing, but like cities that are like, you know, in more right-wing um states and, and are, yeah. have more moderate politics so really the per capita and even in absolute terms you know this the the new york crime is 
Is New York is basically, long story short, is a very safe city relative to most. I felt like way safer in New York than I have in like Minneapolis. And like Minnesotans are usually characterized as like very kind, accommodating people. But like as a woman, like I felt like like walking alone at night, I feel like way more unsafe in Minnesota than here, which is was unexpected for me because like like there's this stereotype that like New York has a lot of crime. Yeah, okay, that, so that there's like always crime going on everywhere. Yeah, no, it's a super safe city and actually just to get very specific with it, Jacksonville Jacksonville, Florida, which is a explicitly conservative state. Uh I'm sorry, ex- explicitly conservative city ranks 52. So Jacksonville, Florida has a higher per capita crime rate than New York City. So, mm. and there's other, there's also Fort Worth, Texas. Where's Minneapolis? Or is it? Minneapolis is 16. Okay. So. Wait, so, so Minneapolis is like actually more unsafe. Yes. And at a per capita Oh basis. my God, Wisconsin 6. I wonder, oh my, oh, okay, well, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee's very like, yeah. got some so interesting issues. The other part of the story too is that that conservatives will say the reason New York has such high crime, which it doesn't, as we just said, but even if that were true, they say the reason that New York has such high crime is because we've defunded the police. So I just want to also touch on that real quick. At a per capita basis, I have the statistics here, New York has 42 officers per 10,000 people compared to for example, Houston, Texas, which has 22 police officers per 10,000 people. So New York actually, in terms of the per capita police force, New York is one of the most police heavy cities. Definitely. So if you know, if any, yeah, if you live here, like, yeah, you'll you see, see them all the time. Police are everywhere in New York. So so what you have is a city that has a lot of police and relatively low crime, which if anything should be like a place conservatives would want to brag about. True. You know what I mean? But instead they, they have this incredibly distorted idea that New York is a is a, a city with a ton of crime and no police and we've defunded the police or whatever, even though our, our mayor is literally a for- former police officer who's like conservative, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it, it's it's clear like these people have never been to New York. And yeah. I'm not trying to be classist like they're from a flyover state because I am from a flyover state, you know what I mean? But, like, I think if they actually came to New York, they would... Or maybe they're just so plagued by their racism that they would just, like, find a way to, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like you have to go here and really experience it to, like... Because, like, just, like, like New York has a lot of crime. I feel like that's a stereotype that you see in media a lot. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I think it comes down to simply... These are people who don't know how statistics work. You oh, yeah. I mean? there's There's nothing... A racist loves to misrepresent statistics. It's like their, their hobby. Yeah, so because New York is such a gigantic city, you're going to see a lot of anecdotal evidence where like, yeah. oh, there's this case here, there's this case here, there's this video of this person on the subway being wild and crazy and violent or whatever. But because it's a huge city, you know, and you're it's gigantic and there's a ton of people, ultimately those anecdotal evi- you know, cases are rare, you know, at the, at the grand scheme of things. And you're, mm-hmm. sa- you're safer... In New York City, than you are in Jacksonville, Florida. You know, Jacksonville, Florida being a very conservative city. So maybe I'm, you know, as a New Yorker, my my uh, my defending New York reaction came in. But the the, the riots were b- making big headlines, and they were being used as a data point by conservatives against black people. First off, which well, is totally honestly, wrong. Honestly, like this is just a classic influencer thing to happen, though. Like, remember TanaCon? Tana Mojo? No. Okay, sorry. This is a different different side of the internet. I'm sure a lot of you guys will know who that is, but she's like an influencer from like, mostly like she's super big in 2016, 2017. TanaCon was like crazy. And like she sold like more tickets than they had. And it, it like there's like dehydration, like crowds, like crazy shit was going on. Like, we also think of DashCon, the Tumblr convention that fl- failed, too. Like, this kind of stuff, like, internet-based, like, meetups can go wrong very easily. And I'm not surprised, you know? Especially if this is, like, something he just organized by himself, which is what it sounds like. 
You know what I mean? Like he probably didn't have a whole team like helping him out with this, right? Like people who spend a lot of time on the internet are not very good when it comes to yeah. going to real life. True. No, it's true. So like influencers, there's like a long history of influencers like not expecting a, like a high turnout. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. like things going crazy. This happens a lot. So I'm not surprised at all. This is like classic influencer shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and kind of... What did they expect? I mean, like... Well, I mean, I'm not... I mean... Wasn't he, like, arrested? Yeah, so Kai Sinat was arrested, so there's going to be repercussions. Well... I mean, look, what happened at Unisquare was, like, you know, bad. We don't want people jumping on cars and breaking stuff. But, you know, like, Kai Sinat, you know, beforehand, he was saying, like... It's going to be crazy. Let's all go crazy and have a lot of, like, he, he, you know, like, this is, Hmm. you know, don't take it, don't take it out, you know, like, on, like, you know, an entire race of people because, because there was, like, these kids who were acting crazy because their streamer was there and they were told to go crazy, you know. Yeah, true. You know, like, I just, I want to reiterate that. This happens all the time with influencers. I'm just, I'm just seeing so much racism, like, maybe, yeah, it's probably Elon Musk buying, I'm just seeing so much racism on Twitter, I just feel like we need to reiterate the... How how toxic that stuff is, obviously. Yeah, like those like out of context videos are so harmful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spreading the the culture war mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. Mm. So. Damn. Well. Yeah. So he was arrested. So we're yeah. all good. Everybody wins. <laughs> Everybody wins. Yeah. So probably not the smartest thing for him to do. Like I know I get that he's like young and like mm-hmm. maybe he didn't know, but it makes he probably living, didn't expect that to happen. It makes living in New York City fun for me personally. True. That, that I get to take the take a turn and then maybe you'll randomly see ten thousand. We were kids literally riding. in like Union Square the, the other day too. <laughs> for yeah. Like and it was like there was like a like a little fair going on and it was very. Mm. you know remember yeah oh oh wait that was actually literally a police fair yeah it was a police fair that's where i got that picture of me with the fbi like yeah we walked through it and we're like holy shit this is insane like yeah not because we're like police stands we just thought it was funny that it was going on you know when we happened to walk by it and then there was like this like fbi photo op and we thought it would be funny if we took kyle took a picture so where i took that picture is literally where the riots happened just for context yeah if you're uh, probably a lot of them are not from new york our listeners no yeah 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 yeah, yeah, that was a place so so again big discrepancy between how conservatives think of new york as an anti-police yeah there's literally like a police like fair going on yeah yeah seriously same location and by the way i i don't hope this doesn't sound like we're like police stands you know what i mean because we're not like we're not like no we're just trying to make a point yeah that people on the internet are wrong and we're right that's why you listen to our podcast though so yeah that's why we look at the primary sources we We did investigative journalism we went to (laughs) union square yeah true we scoped out the premises but no it's true like i really encourage people to do more research and stop spreading misinfo things are usually way more nuanced than than you it appears mm-hmm. obviously like you guys all know this but i really encourage it because sometimes the real tea is more interesting than the fake tea you're seeing on Twitter. the real tea was the lizzo tea was very delicious mm-hmm. so yeah all right i think that's the news for the week yeah that's the news oh so, and also rest in peace pb herman rip yeah rip king so like, there's definitely more news but this is this was the this, this was, was a real everybody came news. to hear about lizzo and trump right yeah, right. exactly. Okay, okay. So you got what you wanted. Right, so. Well, this has been Base News Network. Please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, yeah, blah, subscribe blah, blah, to our blah, Patreon. Patreon yeah. And bye. bye.